Hello, everybody. Hello, Welcome. this is the Wrestling Rib. My name is Aaron. My name is Marcus. All right, and we came back with another episode. I know it's been some time since we did our first one in regards to uh, the Exalted One, Brody Lee, but we're back. We finally got time to do it. But um, pretty much on this episode, we're going to talk about the Dynamite Awards and also the 2021 War Rumble with WWE. Yes. So, so we're going to start out today with the rewards of AEW because that's mostly what we're, that's mostly what we like because WWE sucks. Yeah, they aren't the best. So, did uh, you vote? For, did you vote for the awards? Yes, I did vote for the awards. I, I, I only got one. It was Ray Phoenix. Mm. That's yeah, the only I, one I got. Yeah, I got the Ray Phoenix one. I didn't. I don't think I got any of the other ones. I was kind of disappointed in some of the ones that won because mm-hmm. I felt there was ones that should have gotten better than. And you know, we're going to discuss about that. Too. Yeah. So, uh, the first one we got here is the best moments on the mic. Yeah. Our nominees were were MJF. We des- we deserve better speech, which is trying to be like Donald Trump. Yeah, and then there's the uh, Cody Rhodes accepts dog collar match. Uh, Moxley accepts the inner inner circle invitation. And Brandy Rhodes confronts Jade Cargill. I think is how you pronounce her name. Yeah. And then Orange Cassidy debates with Chris Jericho. Now, yeah. for this vote, I voted for Orange Cassidy. Um, I think I actually went with the Cody Rhodes accepts the dog collar match on that one. I do believe. Yeah. So, for this winner, it was Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Which but he dedicated to Brody Lee. Yeah, which I, I, I really enjoyed that, yeah. how he did that. Now... I mean, there's, there were some good ones there. I didn't really feel like the Brody or the Brandy Rhodes one, because she... I feel like there's something that could have been better. Because that really wasn't that good of a thing on the mic, in my opinion. I mean, it was more silly than anything, like the wording that was used and stuff. I don't know. That's just my own opinion. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, I don't think that really was, should have been a nomination, honestly. Yeah. Um, the MJF, yes, MJF is a, excellent on the mic. I love him. Yeah. But I feel like he had better things than that for the microphone thing that could have been picked. Like, yeah, MJF I, should have been on this list, but I just feel like the, there was better chances that they could have put up there besides the we deserve better speech thing. There were so many better ones. Yeah. But coming off a of Bleacher Report, it says, Honestly, we were we was surprised. This was a surprising result. Cody's promo direct, uh, directed at Brody Lee was good, but it does not stand as much as MJF's promo or Orange Cassidy's at, uh, at the debate with Jericho. Orange yeah. Cassidy debate with Jericho, I loved it. Yeah, that was, it was a great good. Debate. Don't get me wrong. It was really good, but... I don't know. I, with me, the reason I went with the Cody Rhodes accepts bell collar matches because the passion you could hear in the voice, like with the acceptance speech and everything. Yeah. That's why I went for that one. Yeah. I mean, it's cool that he did 
get it towards Brody. Yeah. That that was pretty awesome. And like you said, I think probably the Brody Lee pro- probably should have been on that list somewhere with some of the speeches he did. On, yeah. But it is what it is. Yep. All right, so moving on to the next category, which they have listed as the biggest surprise, which the nominees for that was was Matt Hardy's debut. Uh, Jake the Snake uh, confronts Cody. And then Brody Lee arrives as the exalted one. Sting's AEW debut. And the Miro reveal as the best man. Now, uh, what did you vote for on this one? I did the Brody Lee. So did I. I voted the Brody Lee. I feel that one should have won over top of the Sting. The only reason Sting won is because it's Sting. Yeah. And that's honestly the only reason he won that, in my opinion. I Because there was really nobody who even had a thought of Brody Lee being the one, being the exalted one. No, everybody thought it was Matt. Yeah. And they honestly did it that way for a reason, though. Because mm-hmm. they were supposed to debut the exact same day. The same time Matt was that day Matt was supposed to debut was this day that Brody was supposed to debut, and then it got messed up. Yeah, because of everything going on. Yeah. So, but I really think that should have been the winner. I mean, the other one, I, yeah, they were good, but like I said, Sting only won because he's Sting. Yeah. Me, the Mira thing wasn't that big of a deal to me. The being the best man thing, I. Still I mean, that big. It, it was a shock. Like yeah. the Jake the Snake. It, both of them were a shock. But I don't think... I mean, there was a lot of shocking moments or shocking debuts. Yeah. Honestly. But, I, I mean, it's a good nominee branch. Yeah. But, um... Let's... So... As you said, Sting won. Yeah. And so, this uh, is the only mo- moment... That could win this award, yeah, because it's Sting. Everything exactly. else was miles behind the significance of Sting's arrival in AEW, and it shouldn't have been, because yeah, it's a big deal. He came out of retirement, but it overshadowed so many things that it shouldn't have been overshadowed. Agreed. And then the fact that his debut was a genuine surprise made it that much more special. If this didn't win, there would have been an uproar. Honestly, I don't believe feel that way at all. If it, I feel this shouldn't even won at all, and mm. they're acting like nobody else, everybody expected Brody Lee to be the exalted one. No, nobody did at all. There were so many names thrown around, so many things. Nobody knew who it was gonna be until he arrived, and exactly. they're acting like it was all oh, this big thing that everybody knew, and that's kind of a slap in the face. I definitely agree. Honestly, like. Yeah, it was an uproar because when Brodely debuted, they didn't have any fans. All they had, well, they didn't even have wrestlers at the ring sign, honestly, either. Yeah. At that time. But, yeah, it was an uproar because, yes, fans were there, wrestlers were there, they were all excited. When it came to the Brody Lee one, everybody at home was more excited to me, I think. And I think that's, and also, for a newer generation of wrestling fans that are watching AEW, Probably don't know much, probably about Brody Lee until now, of course, since he passed away. But, yeah. but they probably they know Sting more because 
He's Sting. Yeah, he's been in different promotions. He's been around. And that's the only reason he won is because of his star power in wrestling. Mm hmm. And that is it. All right. So, breakout star Mel. Um, So, the nominees were Orange Cassidy, Darby Allen, Eddie Kingston, and John Silver. I voted for John Silver. I voted for John Silver, too. I am still kind of irritated that Darby won that. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah, he was a huge breakout star, but it wasn't... I feel John Silver became more popular, more everything. Like, you've seen him go from being pretty much a nobody to this big, huge star in AEW. Exactly. Everybody, like, there's not one person I don't talk to who doesn't like John Silver now. Just because of how go, you've seen him grow through a, not only AEW, but the stuff on BTE, how big he's become on that and things like that. And just his re- like he's come out a lot in his as a wrestler as well. Like compared to whenever he first started, he was kind of you didn't see him act out like that much. You didn't yeah. see him like he was kind of almost like you like a timid because he's not used to being in the spotlight. But now it's just like he's become his own person, and I feel that was a bigger breakout than any of those. And towards your uh towards your thought as well like when john silver first started in AEW, i mean much like everybody darby allen had already his fan base yeah darby allen like i i, I do like darby allen don't get me wrong darby allen is is a good young wrestler he's going to be the future he's going to be one of the future stars of AEW. yep but but john silver you didn't know who he was at first he just joined the dark order out of nowhere yeah. and then slower and slower cause of BTE also and slower and slower with his matches with promos that he's doing he gained more of a fan base to me that's a breakout star than anything else and don't get me wrong there's all like Eddie Kingston he people knew who he was before he came to AEW he's been around for years to me that's Mm -hmm. not gonna that don't really set you as a breakout star because uh, you were in all these different professions. NWA, you were in, pretty sure he was in TNA at one point. He was in uh, Ring of Honor. He was in Chikara. Like, he's been around. Same thing with Orange Cassidy, really, yeah. too. Orange Cassidy, he he was kind of, like, I didn't, I kind of, I was kind of surprised that they, he actually made it to AEW, but at the same time, not because he was so beloved by fans already that, he was such a big star before. And, yeah, I don't, I'll admit, I didn't know who Darby Allen was before AEW. So, yeah. Me either. He, but at the same time, all these people flocked to him, but he really isn't doing much. It's just because of his attitude and his matches, how he just doesn't care. Where he mm-hmm. doesn't do very promos very much. And when he does, they're kind of awkward because, in my honest opinion, they're kind of indie-ish compared to most promos that you see. Like, I like that he's going with, like, where he records different things and then plays, like, a video of it, but he doesn't do mic talking, really. Yeah, I agree. And that while we're on the subject of this, because going back to the mic thing, Eddie Kingston should have been in that. 
Oh, no, hands down. He should have definitely been that. Eddie Kingston's promos, like, I love him. Like, yeah. he's such a great heel, too, like MJF, but his promos are, like, in like in your skin, honestly, towards yeah, the other wrestler. His, it's not even just his promos. It's anything. Like, that's why, I don't know if you've... You, you you watch the BT. That's why they constantly mm-hmm. mess with him. They'll just give him random stuff and have him do a promo on it because they know that he can just take do it at any, any given moment. Exactly. But yeah, as we said, Darby Allen did win this. Yeah. So from Bleacher Report, all four of these stars have been a great choice, but Allen has clearly had the best year out of the four in terms of all overall success. Which, of course, we already discussed that. Yes, he had a fan base going in, but John Silver, yes, he had he had a good year, too. Honestly, he did, yeah. too. Just because he doesn't but, have, like, a main t- title, like, now Darby has the TNT title, just because he doesn't yeah. have that doesn't mean crap. Exactly. And his new alliance with Sting will, con- uh, will continue to keep Allen in the spotlight, and his reign as TNT champion could end up making him one of the bet one of the company's top stars. Which, yeah, I, that last scripting, yes, he's going to be one of the top stars. Hell, yeah. he's going to probably be a AEW champion within the next couple of years. You don't know, yeah. but and yeah, it, it, it is helping the fact that they they are sticking it with Sting because Sting's already a huge person, so. Now you got you throw that into the mix with, uh, but still, just at that point now you're just basically saying, oh, Sting's putting him in the spotlight. Sting's the reason he's popular. Yeah. To me, that's like a slap in the face of Darby and everything exactly. he's already done. So, so. Um, bef- before we move on to the next one, uh, yeah. you're gonna cut this. You're gonna cut this part out when you're talking. Yeah. You're um you're like going in and out, like it sounds like you're losing service. Um, maybe it's just Discord because I'm not getting that on my end. Okay. <laughs> with my recording, so. Okay. Just want I just because I, I just I just want to make sure on that. Yeah. So I'm um. To go find that point. I'm looking here. Fourteen point fourteen somewhere around there. Yeah. Uh, anyways. All right. So. <laughs> you want to go ahead. Yep. All right, so we go into the breakout star female. And the nominees for that were Hikaru Shida. AJ. Ty Conti. Big Swole. And Penelope Ford. And Hikaru Shida did win. Yes, which I feel <laughs> she... I'm okay with her winning, but I feel that either Anna J or Ty Conti should have won that. I voted for Anna J. I voted for Anna J as well. Because Hikaru Shida technically was more of a breakout star as soon as she got here, which was back in 2019, not really 2020. Yep. So I really don't feel that she even should have been on that. Mm-mm. Um... Whereas Anna Jay, she started out losing things like that, and then became bigger when she got with it, when she sided with uh, the Dark Order, and you seen like they helped. I think it's not even that; it's the fact that she stepped up her like in ring like wrestling. I think she was honestly getting help like 
learning new moves and stuff from not only just people in Dark Order, but also Brody Lee. Uh, like, you'd give her advice and stuff like that, which I think helped her a lot. Mm-hmm. Because, from my understanding, he handpicked Anna Jay to be in. He did. That was, that was the only person that he had picked. So. No. And, like, I mean, yeah, so she should have, to me, should have been the one. Ty Conte was a, would have been a very, very close second. Yeah. I mean, Big Swole, I mean, I mean, yeah, she had some moments um, with with Burt Baker. I mean, yeah. there hasn't been any, any other big moments other than that. Nope. So I, want, I wouldn't say that she would probably be a nominee, honestly, for this. But, I mean, I understand why she would be with that just that one moment that she had. Yeah. Fidelity before, she hasn't done shit. No, it's not really at all. I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. She's won a lot of matches that she's been in. But she's not really that big, in my opinion, as a wrestling... Like, in the female wrestling division, she hasn't really made that big of an impact. Yeah. And, of course, Akaru Shida has made that impact because she's the champion. She's been the champion for a really long time. So, yeah, of course she's gonna, she is going to have the impact that she's made on the on AEW's women division. Mm-hmm. I agree. But oh, we're both in agreement that Anna J should definitely want. Yeah. Anna. Anna. <laughs> Anna. Anna. <laughs> Anyhow. It says here that Sheeta has been a, been great in AEW even if she wasn't featured as much this year as many would have liked. But calling the champion a breakout star feels weird. Exactly. I agree. That's one thing. Finally, I can agree with something they said in the statement from them. Sheeta has been in AEW since the start and was al- was always seen as a potential champion. This award would have made more sense going to Anna J. Yeah, exactly. Wow, one statement so far out of all these awards that they're posting, I have actually agreed with. I totally agree. Yeah, Anna Jay, after all her work with the Dark Order and on being the elite, yeah, like her work with the Dark Order and being uh, BTE is amazing. I love it. Yeah. What Bleacher Report said here, totally agree. Yeah, one hundred percent. But because who Karashita is, who Karashita is, everybody voted for Karashita. Yep. All right, moving on. All right, so biggest break, uh, beatdown, excuse me. So <laughs> Breakdown, beatdown, you know. Yeah. <laughs> the nominees were Inner Circle Jumps, Orange Cassidy. Dark Order attacks the Nightmare Family. Nightmare Rose puts uh, Rayo and Akara Shida through tables. Yeah. Why did they awkwardly space Akara Shida's name in that? <laughs> I don't know. Brian Cage, sneak attack on Mo- John Moxley. And lastly, the Nightmare Family and the Inner Circle Brawl. I voted for that one because it was in Pittsburgh. Well, <laughs> I didn't. I voted for the Dark Order attacks Nightmare Family because, honestly, that was a bigger impact, I think, than anything that this previous year. Yeah. I mean, I think the funny thing, uh, the one that I voted for, is yeah. because JR was like, not the Dippin' Dots. <laughs> yeah, I know. 
Yeah, I remember all that. <laughs> uh, but, of course, the winner for this was the Inner Circle Jumps Orange Cassidy. Yep. When they hit him with the grapefruit. I think that's what it was. Grapefruit yeah, or oranges. Yeah, with the oranges. And I don't... I mean, it was good, but I don't feel it was worthy of winning. No, no, no. I don't... I don't, I the, don't. Both of the ones with the Nightmare Family were really good segments. I don't feel yeah, the, the Nyla, I don't feel the Nyla Rose put put Rihu and Hikaru Shida or Rihu, sorry and Hikaru Shida through tables was really needing to be there for this one because it wasn't no. that really that great of a segment either. Yeah, you're putting people through tables, and if you're going to do that, do it where she's put she put the referee through the table. Oh yeah, I should have even said and referee. Yeah, I mean she put so many people through tables. Yeah, and, no, the Brian. Brian Cage attacks Sneak Stacks John Moxley. I yeah. mean, we see that on a daily basis. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he put him, he put it, th- put him on a card, uh, card back window. Yeah. Whoop de fucking do. <laughs> but, but I mean, out of the two, yeah. yeah, I said the Nightmare Family and the two Nightmare Family ones should yeah. have won either one of them. Honestly, I would have been okay with either one of them. Yeah. I just feel the reason I went with the Dark Order attacks Nightmare Family, like I said. It had a bigger impact on AEW than the Nightmare Family and the Inner Circle. Yeah. Because they that put Cody Rhodes out of action for a little bit. That just the yeah. match beforehand that led up to, to where just the beatdown, the insanity beatdown oh from Brody Lee on Cody. And then just to see him continue, that all to continue after. And then to have them both... both Cody and Brandy Rhodes being left loaded, laying on the stage like that because one was choked out and the other one was that injured. It was Not just Matt. more of an impact in my. It, yeah, that match before the whole beatdown was ridiculous. Yeah. Well, let's see what but, they have to say about this. So, from Bleacher Report, this award could have been responsibly gone to any of the nominees. I highly disagree. Yeah. But Cassidy being attacked by the Inner Circle was the most one-sided battle, so it made sense for it to win. I don't no. agree with that statement no, in any type of way. Um, Jericho and Sammy Guevara accepted the award and gave a quick uh, backstage speech. We asked which yeah. they did. Um, but... <laughs> And then Britt Baker then stole their fucking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she did that on every single one almost. She like, give me your, give me them, give me them. But I, with this whole statement here, well, yeah. the, the main statement, I don't agree that this was a one-sided battle. I don't, I don't honestly I mean, it, agree. It that. was in a way because yeah, it was one person versus the inner circle. But at the same time, if you take the whole storyline into effect, it's not because the best friends got involved. And things like that. It was, I, I think it's, it needs to be like family versus family. Yeah. Honestly. And I so. just don't think, uh, but I don't think that w- was that big of an impacting segment though. Of no. Attacking him. Like they, uh, we like we kind of knew that something was going to happen, yeah. but when it came to the Dark Order, Dax Night Nightmare Family, or the Nightmare Family and the Inner Circle Brawl, yeah, nothing like that was totally expected, yeah. honestly. But this Inner Circle jumps jump Orange Cassidy, yeah. how the storyline was going about, yeah, you you seen that happening? Yeah, I mean the use of Orange 
doing things with oranges constantly. Come on now. Right. It was only a matter of time for somebody got hit with oranges. Exactly. All right, so we're moving on to the High Flyer Award, which the nominees for that were Ray Phoenix, Mark and Quinn, Nick Jackson, and Pac or Pac, whatever you want to call him. I think it's Pac. It's it's Pac or yeah, it's Pac. It's Pac. Yeah. And the winner of that was Ray Phoenix. And I voted for Ray Phoenix. Yeah, I voted for Ray Phoenix. Out of all of them that they had listed, he is probably the best high flyer in my honest opinion right now in AEW out of everybody. So. Yeah, like um, Mark Quinn, like yeah, he's he's a good high flyer. Like I, we saw him in person. Yeah, he can go fucking high yeah. with half his shit. But I don't, I don't. He doesn't do much risk yeah. movements. Like so high flying to me is like the risk that you take going yeah. off. It's not just high flying. It's like the moves you do from high, like top ropes, things like that. How he's constantly, I mean, Ray Phoenix is constantly doing something off the ropes. Yeah. Or even off the fucking apron. Yeah. Something. Pack no. shouldn't even Pac. get in this. I mean, yeah, no, he, he has it. He has a, the black arrow. It's an awesome freaking move. For a finisher, but that's the only high flying thing he really ever does anymore is that black arrow. Everything yeah. else is either uh, technical wrestling or just brawling. Now, on on Pack, like when he was when he first started it in WWE as Neville. Yeah. Like he did a lot of high flying moves. Yeah, but honestly, he's not doing it now. That's what I'm getting at. Like he shouldn't yeah. be on this. There's, he shouldn't. There could have been so many other people they could have put in place of Pack. Mm-hmm. Nick Jackson, I don't, I don't, I don't. The Young Bucks, yes, they do high flying moves, not risk defying moves. Yeah. Like, like yeah, they, they, they have some moves off the rope. They like that's yeah. about it. But all they are is kicking. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, I'm gonna say most of theirs is just like kicking moves and things like and suplexes and stuff like they're i'm gonna say this this is my only i enjoy young bucks matches but Mm -hmm. as a team i don't think everybody what everybody makes them out to be they're not as good as everybody makes them out to be in my opinion like i they were huge like back when they first came that yeah they were this big huge thing like oh next party boys blah 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 but the more you see them, it's just the same repetitive stuff over and over and over. And I start looking and going, is this just John Cena in a tag team match? I was about to say that. I was like, it's John Cena and John Cena as a tag team. <laughs> where they still can't see the two of each other. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just like, what? But All right. that's just my own opinion on on that. And But yeah, Pac... Really shouldn't have been on there. They could have replaced no. Pack. I'm trying to think here, who they could have replaced Pack with. With even one of the top flight people could have been put into this, even though they just yeah, started. I was, I was thinking that top flight. Yeah, one of them could have been put in there. Um, who else does crazy shit? Um, I would have even been happy to see like Fuego del Sol put in there. Or, yeah, that would have. Uh, Serpentico. Even though now Serpentico is just a beating stick. Yep. <laughs> I feel so bad every time I watch a, watch a match <laughs> between uh, 
chaos project in somebody because Luther just beats people with him. <laughs> Luther's insane. Yeah, he just grabs him and just starts beating everybody in the world. All right, so we're going to go on to what it says here from Bleacher Report. It says, Phoenix has been one of the most exciting people to watch in all of AEW over the past year. So this award went to the perfect person, and it did. Because he has been probably the most exciting and high-flying person in AEW. Pac wasn't around enough, which, again, whether he was around enough or not doesn't mean crap, because he doesn't really do any high-flying besides his finisher. Agreed. Every once in a while, he does a suicide dive out of the ring. That's not really much of a suicide dive. Yeah. And then Nick Jackson has been working a light schedule, and Mark Quinn isn't better than his partner, Isaiah Cassie. Isaiah Cassie does more high-flying than Pac does. Yeah. (laughs) Phoenix was the only choice that made sense. Exactly. And he deserves the award after stealing the show multiple times. Why he doesn't have a title yet is beyond me. Whether it be tag or single. Because he really, really deserves it. I agree. Alright, so on to the next one. The hardest moment to clean up after. Nominees where Orange uh, Orange Cassidy drops orange juice on the inner circle. The parking lot brawl. The bunkhouse match. And Big Swall dumps garbage on Dr. Britt Baker. So the winner was the parking lot brawl. I I, I did vote for that one. I believe uh, I went with the parking lot brawl as well for that one. But, I I mean, yeah, there was a lot of things to clean up. Honestly, yeah. there was. Uh, orange, uh, orange, orange Cassidy drops orange juice. I mean, that's an easy cleanup, actually. Yeah, I mean, you just pull up the mat. Yeah. Fold it, up, fold it up together and drag it out. The bunkhouse match, I mean, there's not really, wasn't much breakage in that one, honestly. Yeah, mainly was where they broke through the thing. Yeah, and then Big Swole jumps garbage. I mean, she's was, already in a closed space. That yeah, was the easiest say, thing. Yeah, say it's already enclosed. All they had to do was just clean it out of the thing, like basically spray it out. Yep, easy peasy. Yeah. I mean, it was even in our martini, which was easy to clean too. Yeah. But so. I mean, park, uh, parking lot brawl. I mean, I, honestly, for this category, there's not much to talk about to me. No. I mean. I mean, it's yeah. Cleaning up. I mean, there's a lot of stuff they broke that would have to be cleaned up. Glass everywhere. Yep. Things like that. So yeah, that would be a little bit harder. So the uh, what Bridgel Report said here is this was a strange category for the reward, but given the criteria, a parking lot brawl was literally involved. Trash, uh, trash being f- uh, used, fit the build. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And then I love their exception speech, Santino yeah, Ortiz. Um, Santino <laughs> Ortiz had his uh, hilarious acceptance speech in which they question why they were the ones getting the word when they lost the title match yeah, or exactly. lost the match because they were being called trash. Yep. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on to the next one, which is the biggest WTF award. I don't fucking agree with this and, one. And, yeah, I didn't either. Anyways, nominees were Cody Rhodes, Steel Cage, Moonsault. Sammy Guevara hit by a golf cart. Kenny Omega wins AEW World Champion and walks out or, sorry, championship Ooh. and walks out of AEW. Ooh. 
Yeah. Bloody uh, uh, Dr. Burt Breaker versus Akira Shida. And the Young Bucks frog splash off the stadium railing. And the winner was Kenny Omega wins the AEW championship and walks out of AEW. Mm. I um, didn't agree with this at all. I do not agree. The Young Bucks frog splash off the stadium railing was not a frog splash. They yeah, just it jumped. It was a cross body block off the railing, yeah. As soon as when I saw it, I was like, that's not a frog splash. It's a cross body, you idiots. Right. Um, let's see here. Cody Rhodes still, uh, still cage moonsault. I think I voted for that one, if I'm not mistaken. But, like, that that was risk defying. I, 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 have... I think I voted for the Sammy Guevara hit by a golf cart. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. And that's why I voted for it. But in all honesty, out of all of them, if any of them should have really won it, I feel like it should have been the Dr. Brick Baker versus Akara Shido where she busted, I, broke her nose. Oh, I agree. And she had blood everywhere. Like, yeah. she was smiling blood, like, just yeah, dripping from her nuts. nose. Like, that was, that, to me, yeah, that should have been what the fuck moment, yeah. honestly. That was um, more of a what the fuck moment than any of these other ones, really. I mean, yeah, you, you kind of say to yourself, what the fuck? You don't really think that they're going to hit him with a golf cart. Yeah. But you've right, seen, like, we've, we've seen people do moonsaults off steel cages. That's nothing new. Yeah. Kurt Angle's done and it. I, <laughs> Kurt, uh, and plus, I think Cody Rhodes even did it in WWE, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, he did. Many, many times. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing new. It wasn't nothing new. So to me, that's not really okay. Yeah, it's a what the fuck moment. No. That's more of an I mean, oh my god moment, but not a yeah. what the fuck moment. Kenny Omega wins the AEW Championship. To me, whoever voted for that one was the new generation of WWE fans. Younger generation. It was people who just think Kenny Omega is the greatest wrestler in the world. And again, I'm going to say this and people are probably going to hate me for it. I don't feel Kenny Omega is that great of a wrestler. No. He's like the Young Bucks. He does the, he, a bunch of fucking knees and then he's done. That's it. He's like he the, the one- Kenny Omega is like the freaking... Uh, to me, is like uh, the Brock Lesnar of AEW. <laughs> I agree. No, I totally agree on that one. Like he does, he does the knee. He does the knees constantly. The uh, V triggers constantly, yeah. even on the ropes or on the mats. And then he does the winging one, uh, one winging angel, and yeah. that was it. I mean, he does a couple of, like things, other things here and there, but for the most part, well, his not- main stuff is going. His main repertoire is going for the V trigger. Yeah, and he does what like two snap, snap. Uh, yeah, he does suplexes. the snap dragons, and that's all I can actually really think of him actually doing. <laughs> so he's a what was that? Five, no, three move John Cena. Yeah, well, I mean that's same thing with Brock Lesnar. You got suplex, German suplex, F five. <laughs> yep, there you go. <laughs> that's why I said he's definitely, like, a, definitely Brock Lesnar of AEW. Yeah. And I don't give a shit who's saying that, who, who's listening. Yeah. It's the truth. Yep. All right. So, anyways, as we stated, Kenny Omega won this. And it says here, the definition of what makes something a what-the-fuck moment is vague. So, AEW could have gone with any of these moments and justified the decision. No. Not really. I agree. <laughs> I mean, I mean, but, I mean, they're saying that Kenny Omega should have definitely won, but... Yeah. And then it says, Omega taking the title and appearing on Impact the following Tuesday was a big story and definitely created some buzz for both promotions. Yes, that's fine. You Now you, you're showing that, okay, we have a working relationship with another company. That's good. 
you're yep. helping each other out, things like that. Okay, but that's not a what-the-fuck moment. It says, Baker Man. being busted open was probably a close second choice. The image of her smiling with a crimson face sticks in your brain. And that should have been the winner. Like, when you hear that, if you hear the bloody dark, if you've been watching AEW and you remember that match and yeah. you just say what that match was, you can just see her on the mat with her fingers bloody, her nose all bloody, and her face all bloody with blood in her mouth. Yeah. I can still see it to this day. Yeah. So, I mean, like, that was just ridiculous. That so, been, that Kenny Omega won that at all. Exactly. So, we got two more after this one, uh, which is the LOL Award, which I don't even know how this can be an award, but yeah. um, I this was the Jericho, the nominees were Jericho and MJF and the La Denner Do, Doer, if that's how you pronounce it. Was it Lay Dimit Dinner Debonair, I think, or something? I don't Deb- know. Yeah, some, something, something like, like that. that. And then there was Britt Baker, Waxes Tony Schiavone. Uh, Yumba kicks MJF into a pool. And the Inner Circle Vegas trip. So what'd you vote for? I th- I think I voted for the MJF into a pool because out of all these moments, yeah, they were all funny, but I didn't really know which one to actually choose, honestly. I wanted Britt Baker, Waxes Tony Schiavone because I thought that was that, freaking hilarious. That. That was pretty funny, honestly, it was. But, of course, the winner was the Young Bucks kissing, yeah. kicking MJF into the pole. Um, I mean, yeah, it was a f- – he didn't really kick him. No, it's not even – yeah, he didn't get kicked into the pole. He got super kicked and then thrown into the pole. Yeah. And then no, the, the other reason the it was dinner. funny was because of MJF when he was yeah. in the pole. The dinner, though, the dinner, yeah, it, it was, like, a funny moment. Like, it, I don't think it was that funny of a moment. No. But it was funny. It was I, It was more funny because it was surprising that they went that route with it. I think it was <laughs> funny because they did, it was the fact that they did a mi- musical, and you're like, what the fuck? That should have been a what the fuck moment to me. Yeah, that should have, <laughs> like, and then, yeah, I, actually, I do agree with you with the Burt Breaker, but access Tony Schiavone. Yeah. The Vegas trip, yeah, it was funny in some moments. The ending was pretty funny. Yeah, but, but I didn't find it, it overall that funny in myself whenever I watched it. No. But, in all in all, it's shocking that the dinner Dobier did not win the award after all the attention it received, but perhaps AEW thought it was enough reason to give their award to somebody else. When MJF found out what the reward he was getting, his reaction, as well as funny as you would expect. He plays everything like an old school hill, and it's wonderful to watch. I agree with the last sentence there. He does not break K-Face at all. No. Alright, so now the next one was the best Twitter follow, which to Mm. me is a weird category too. Like, I question some of these categories for these awards. I don't, they're just but, like the, okay, yeah, WTF moment, that's fine. LOL moment, eh, that's kind of weird. And then the Twitter yeah. follow thing is weird. I, I don't, but I, for this one, I don't think the person that won won. I don't, I don't think that's right. No, but the nominees for it was MJF, Orange Cassidy, Dr. Britt Baker, and Nyla Rose. Yeah. And Nyla Rose had won this award. I, I myself feel MJF should have won this, hands down. 
MJF should have definitely won. Like, his Twitter, like, every single time he does a tweet, me and you share each each other, or we we see it, yeah. and we laugh our fucking asses off, because it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, my favorite thing is, like, he's the new fuck those kids, fuck them kids. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> he don't give a shit. No. I mean, okay, yeah, Nyla Rose, she has some decent tweets, and she probably has grown on Twitter since going to AEW, but, and Orange Cassidy really didn't make sense to me at all. The only reason no. he's in this is because who he is and how big yeah. his fan base is. Britt Baker, she's okay. I mean, I don't her I Twitter, follow her, her, but I don't really watch her. Her Twitter is okay. Yeah. It's not like the best. Like, I, I do follow her, but I don't, I don't think she, sh- like, she should be a nominee, but yeah. they probably don't have much of a choice, honestly. Yeah, but... But MJF should have won. Yeah, I voted MJF. I, was, I did, too. Again, Nyla Rose is the winner, and here's what Bleacher Report had to say about this. This is the most subjective award of the night because the best Twitter follow is going to be different for each person on the platform. Yes. Says Rose is a solid pick, but MJF probably should have won this, and he should have. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, she, Rose is a solid pick because, like I said, she probably gained the most followers on Twitter mm-hmm. from, since starting in AEW and things like that. Says his interactions with the fans online have been one of the best parts of his character. Even when he posts something sweet about his grandfather, he did it in a typical MJF fashion. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean. To me, yeah, that's how it should have been. Yep. And then the last moment, which was the Bleacher Report pay-per-view moment of the year. I got the uh, stadium stampede. And then we had Moxley wins the AEW Championship. Sheeta wins AEW Women's Championship. Omega and Paige defeat the Young Bucks. Darby Allen wins the TNT title from Cody. And the Young Bucks win the AEW Tag Team titles. And the winner for that one was the Stadium Stampede. I don't believe that this should have won. No. I mean, yeah, it was entertaining and things like that. And it was something different that you don't normally see. But I don't think it should have won this. I voted for the Darby Allin wins TNT Championship from Cody. I voted the Young Bucks win the AEW. AEW tag team titles just because that match brought out a side of yeah, Young Bucks that, I haven't seen in a very long time. That match was insane. Um, they did all those different kind of moves from all the tag teams yeah. that has passed from them that yeah. carried down. Uh, I think, to me, on my end, like Darby Allin wins the TAT from Cody. That was that was a good match. Of course, they they did so many matches with Cody and Darby Allen, yeah. but that match, per se, in in my viewing, was pretty good. Um, then going back and forth, and also to at the very end, how Cody gave the title to Darby. I think that was like that was a good moment, honestly. Yeah. See, I myself feel like the only reason the Stadium Stampede won is because of the entertainment value of it because there was funny moments there was the physical mm-hmm. physicality there was it had the thing with Matt Hardy switching between all of his characters things like that and at and the same time you could have threw in the match between Matt Hardy and Sammy Guevara at the compound yeah you could have because that match yeah, I, I, I would have died for that. 
Mac would have died. Yeah. <laughs> but lastly, from Bleacher Report, because this is the reward, see what they say, why they chose this, pretty much, or why they gave this as a nominee. Yeah. AEW had a lot of memorable moments in 2020, but the stadium, stadium stampede was an entire match full of memorable moments. So it was the right pick. Yes, it had memorable moments, but yes, it's something new. But I don't think it was nah. that type of match, honestly. Even uh, even if you don't like this bout, uh, you have to admit that it had some entertaining spot uh, spots. Yes, we agree. Seeing Adam Page ride across the field on a horse will never get old. Sure, I guess. Yeah. Shaq issues a challenge to Cody Rhodes before presenting the nominees. Cody responds on Dynamite. Looks like he will team with Red Violet and face Shaq and Jade Cargill in the future, which is going to be most likely a revolution. Yeah, it will be. Because it's already been. Which, yeah, which is at March. Yeah. Because they, they moved it back because of the the beach thing. Yeah, so, all right. So that covers the awards and what we thought of them, the choices and what that were actually there so everybody can get our own point of view of everything and how we felt about it and honestly if you don't like what we talked about towards special wrestlers like if you think they're the best or not the best or anything like that of course it's our opinion yeah if you don't if you don't like it honestly I'm, so, I'm, I'm sorry <laughs> I'm just so, like too I'm, bad I, I'm sorry honestly I am like yeah. Everybody has their own opinion. Freedom of speech. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Anyhow, let's move on to our WWE coverage of things. Now, before we get into the actual Royal Rumble, I do want to talk because I've been watching all this stuff that's uh, leading up to it since I'm trying to get back into WWE. It's so hard, but I'm forcing myself to kind of watch it because I'm kind of watching it while i'm doing other things so i'm kind of focusing on certain details here and there Um, i I don't i don't want to watch it i only been watching the things that interest me when i see it on youtube that's about it yeah all right so before we even get into this whole thing it's a row with the row rumble i want to touch on the past paper because we didn't get to talk about it where i think it was the past one where randy orton lit uh the Fiend on Fire. Yep. That Okay. That was just terrible. You can clearly they, see whenever he's they first... They, they cut it and then re-edit and they edited it because he was on fire in the ring or whatever they did. I didn't see the actual match, but I seen where they was in the ring and you can see it was him on fire. Mm-hmm. And then it came back and you can clearly tell it is now a dummy that's on fire plus also too if you look at that match Bray, uh Bray, where the fiend was on his on his belly yeah and then when they cut the screen to the dummy yeah. the fiend was on his back well it's not only that you can like where his neck and stuff was you can see it's black it was a, yeah it, was a it wasn't like his skin color or anything like that. i'm like really that was a uh, bad attention to detail to everybody and then, um, the reason I want to touch on that is because then you go forward and on Raw, I'm liking what they're doing with the Alexa Bliss thing. Because 
she ever since they've put her with the fiend she's you're getting to see a better side of her i feel like this is a side that she could have should have been used from the beginning she's very good with the little psychotic little girl kind of thing and uh where she after it happened she calls randy orton out and she starts dumping gas on herself and telling him to lay her on fire which was insane <coughs> yes and then of course wwe being wwe recycling something they've done in the past where kane shot the fireball out of his hand had her shoot yep. the fireball out of her hand in the randy orton's face so what is like I said, WWE doing what they do best which is recycle storyline because they don't know how to write anything new yep so they uh no Randy Randy Orton is the new cane yeah so he wear, now Randy Orton's wearing this new Slipknot looking mask with <laughs> crappy paint job burns because that was just terrible his nose was Rudolph red with little black smudges I was like what like, if it was a first-degree burn, to me, like, that looked like he was in the sun and he had his glasses on, yeah. his sunglasses on. That's what it looked like to me. It didn't look like well, a first-degree first burn. Degree, yeah, that's what a first-degree burn is, is a sunburn. But, but it, it didn't look like, to me, it looked like a, it didn't even look like a bad sunburn. It looked like a terrible, terrible freaking paint job. It was so stupid. Yeah. So, and that's, a, I mean, I like the fact that it's funny that, Oh, instead of, you know... Okay, he's got... Not only just that. Let's touch on the fact that he claims he has first-degree burns, which is, like I said, it's basically a sunburn. And I know this because whenever I used to be in the mines, I had to go through training on how to treat burns and things like that. And they teach you that that's basically what it is, is like having a sunburn. Okay, so you're telling me you have a sunburn on your face. And what do you do? You put a hot freaking mask over it okay yeah that makes a whole lot of sense so, Great. so now your face is probably burning even worse at that point I'm, I'm gonna I'm doing air quotes to say burning because that's just stupid and made no sense no and then the not only that the promo he cut was freaking horatious and terrible like, that was the worst Brandy Orton promo I think I've ever heard. So, that whole concept is just bad. Like, somebody just needs to slap somebody. Whoever Agreed. decided thought this was a good idea to do as a storyline. I get that, oh, USA is c complaining because they're getting bad ratings, so we need to be edgier in a PG era. How do we be edgier? We uh, catch somebody's face on fire and give them a sunburn, and then we uh, bring in Ric Flair and have him hang all have a young lady hang all over and make it scandalous. Because that's that's their go-to every time they need something that's scandalous. Oh, let's bring Ric Flair in and drag him in, and we'll make him mess up his daughter's career and hang all, and he'll have his uh, other girl hang all over him. Because, you know, we haven't done that 8,000 times in a Ric Flair thing. Skit. Yeah, this is... Like, he's old. Yeah. And, but I'm just saying, like, it's just terrible. Like, they they have... Basically, 
not only to make it worse, you have Ric Flair and Lacey Evans being this thing together. And Ric Flair keeps screwing over Charlotte Flair. And they look like... It, one Charlotte Flair and Lacey Evans look very similar to each other. Yep. So now you basically have this weird daughter complex thing with Ric Flair. It's just stupid and weird. It's disgusting. And... But... I'm just like that's your edgy edgier content is yep. a fire is a fire burn that gives you a sunburn and that it's a PG air I could probably come up with something edgier than that but of course that they still don't want to be in the PG era yeah but we'll put which, Smackdown in the PG 13 which they haven't done anything different so far that I've seen where it makes it a PG 13 thing they're still using the same language they're still doing the same stuff as they were doing when they were PG. Yep. It makes no sense. No. But, anyways. The nice rant. WWE being WWE is doing what they do best, which is give people who, for no reason, need it or deserve it a title shot. So, oh, uh, and here, this, this is the other thing I said something about. I love the fact that they brought Goldberg in for this title match against Drew McIntyre. And what do they call Goldberg when he comes out? The icon, Goldberg. Why do we do this? Because Sting went to AEW. So now we're going to call Goldberg the icon instead because we can't call Sting the icon, which is what Sting really is, is the icon Sting. Which is dumb. Yep, I agree. See, I told you I was going to go on a ra- rambling rampage on WWE. <laughs> but anyways, so yeah, WWE brings in Goldberg for no reason to put him in a t- title match against Drew McIntyre. Because, you know, Goldberg hasn't botched every other match that you brought him in for and almost injured somebody like you whenever he screwed up the freaking jackhammer to The Fiend and about broke his neck. Also to The Undertaker as well. Yeah. Like, okay, so we're going to bring in Goldberg, who's probably going to possibly injure Drew McIntyre. Who, in my opinion right now, is probably the best champion they've had in a very long time. It's weird to see Drew McIntyre as a face, but he's doing very well with it. That's one thing WWE's going with, honestly, for Raw. Yeah. So... At the Royal Rumble, we have that championship match, which is Drew McIntyre versus Goldberg. Me? Pretty much. Who do you think's going to win it? It's going to be Drew McIntyre. Yeah, I think it's going to be Drew McIntyre. If they make Goldberg but win this, just you, so that... You know, you know it's going to be that. It, it, like, because WWE wants more ratings, wants to have Goldberg on the show more. It's close to WrestleMania, so they're going to probably give it to fucking Goldberg. Well, not only that... They keep stressing one thing whenever I'm watching it. The one title Goldberg has never held. The WWE title. And I swear to God, if they give it to Goldberg, so that way he's held every WWE title, or every championship title, uh, it's going to be dumb. Well, technically he hasn't held every one. Well, I'm saying like he's held the 
world championship he's held yeah. the universal championship he hasn't held the WWE title no that's a s- but you know what WWE's probably going to do they're probably going to give it to Goldberg which oh, is I'm fucking sure. stupid but yeah I figure that's what's going to be and yeah, I hope Drew but I'm going to say that Goldberg's going to win it as much as I don't want him to but I just feel yeah. like that's because it's WWE that's where it's going to go agreed um, what do we got next for the Royal Rumble? Oh yeah, the tag team match, which is gonna be they're gonna I'm gonna call that Shayna Baszler and uh, Nia Jax are gonna win that. I agree, they're gonna win because Ric Flair is gonna come out with um, what's her name? Lacey Evans. Lacey Evans. Yep. They're gonna come out. Screw uh, screw with Charlotte. Ox is going to be by herself, and then Oscar's going to lose. Yep, and that's what I was if getting they, at. That, it's going to if stop, they, that or Ric Flair some, is going to do what he did already, and that was hold down Charlotte's feet so she can't kick out. Yep. It's, something stupid's going to let yeah. that happen. But if they happen to give it to Charlotte and Oscar, either Nia Jax pretends to get hurt or something, but I, I don't see it. Well, Nia Jax is also supposed to be in the Women's Royal Rumble, so we'll see about that. But yeah. um, if Asuka and Charlotte Fair win, I foresee because right now they're a tag team and they're, they actually already have beat Asuka and Charlotte due to Ric Flair interference, will be Lacey Evans and Billy Kay. Yep. I think, is it Billy Kay or is it... I always get them too confused. Uh, no, it's the other one. Yeah, as I say, I can't remember. It's Billy Kay or whatever her name is. I can't think of her name. I, I, I can't I can't name. But I always get that too confused. Name. But it's it's the one without the big ass fucking red lips. Yeah. So one. Um. Yeah, the big ass red lips and the weird face. Yep. So we're gonna talk about the Universal Championship last. Okay, that's fine. Um, women's. We'll just go with all the championships and. Then the last one is going to be the Universal. Yeah. Uh, the Women's Championship, Sasha Banks versus Carmella. From what I've been seeing for some of these things is that Carmella keeps on jumping Sa- Sasha Banks like crazy. Sasha Banks keeps on jumping Carmella. Bada bing, bada boom. There's your storyline. That's where the match came about. Pretty much. That's the way I'm seeing it. Yeah. Apparently Carmella has beat uh, Sasha Banks in a non-title match. So Sasha Banks... Or Carmella is claiming she's going to be able to beat Sasha Banks. In order for Carmella to get this match, though, her little whatever he is that follows him around had to face Sasha Banks in a match, and it was it was a horrible spectacle. That's the other thing I'm getting at. Like, oh, they finally actually put a man versus woman match, and of course Sasha won. But still, it's like wow, they actually went that route and actually let a man face a woman. But the guy really didn't do any moves to Sasha at all. He took some moves and reversed some stuff, and that was really it. Like, I'm shocked they keep in the title on Sasha this long. Honestly, I am. Oh, I'm not, because the fact that uh, they're using her because of her little attitude thing, and she's a good heel, so they're going to keep it on her because everybody likes her as a heel. And it's bringing thinking... She's one of the reasons people are watching. So I'm not really that surprised by it, but... 
Um, I do see Sasha still holding on to the title after this match. I agree. Yeah, I just don't see Carmella winning. I'm going to throw this out there. It's not listed in the list because they probably haven't given it. But I'm going to say either the U.S. title or the Intercontinental title is going to be a pre-show match. Which, if it's going to be anything, I'm going to say it's probably going to be... Uh, what is it? U.S. title. I think that's what Bobby Lashley has. Because yep. uh, freaking... Matt Riddle won that little gauntlet they had on Monday, and now he gets a shot when get another shot at the U.S. title. So I'm not going to be surprised if it's the Royal Rumble pre-show match. Mm, it would kind of probably make sense. Yeah. And I honestly see Matt Riddle actually winning that match because the Hurt Business, or whatever they call themselves, have been at each other's throat recently. Like, they're not getting along right. They're causing interference with the wrong time and causing people to not get things and Matt Riddle has beat Bobby Lashley already once but it's only because one of the Hurt Business had distracted the referee and Matt Riddle had tapped out but the referee didn't see it so he was able to reverse and get out of the full Nelson that he does like the Hurt Business when they first came out they're good like I don't understand why WWE cannot keep a tag team like I understand why they did it for New Day. New Day, yeah, they're good for the kids. Yeah. But, like, the Hurt Business is good. Like, I like a yeah, length they of were, team. It was a good idea. It was good use of... Because you, if you don't know what to do with people and you want... But you're wanting you're wanting them to get that push and you want it to... Do, and you have somebody like MVP who can give that status quota, give that push, then that was a good idea. Yep. Agreed. But now we're getting to that point where, oh, we don't know what to do with you, so we're just going to cause you guys to start fighting and break up. I hate that. Yeah, they, they, that's the one thing they do a lot. And so. Yeah, like, that's just my my opinion. Because uh, there's not – the only other person I can figure if they would do would be because Big E's the Intercontinental Championship champion right now is they would put him versus maybe – Sami Zayn in a te- in a title match, but because Sami Zayn's been doing this whole uh, justice for Sami thing because he's claiming that it's a conspiracy theory against him or, and all this other stuff, but he really hasn't earned it, so I don't think they would do that. You never know about WWE, though. Yeah, I was going to say, don't know, but I'm just assuming that would make the more sense because Matt Riddle has earned his title shot. But whether WWE's like, oh, well, yeah, we're going to use that or we're going to hold off and do it at a dumber time is another story. So for the men's Royal Rumble, there's not many entrants at this time, of course. Well, None of them are going to be – there's not going to be many surprises because of everything going on. Yeah. I'm sure there's going to be some surprises. Um, I th- I don't know who they think they're going to bring in or who... I have no idea. I don't know who's going to win, honestly. Um, I mean, I would love... I think the final... Th- I, I think the final three is going to at least have Randy Orton and one of them. Yeah. Well, I, 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 th- I think. Well, there's some people they don't have shown here either that should be in this image for the Royal mm-hmm. Rumble. Because they don't have Cesaro. He should be shown in this image, but he's not. Um, I think Sami Zayn's in it. 
Or Sheamus. Uh, Sheamus is in it. Because Sheamus had a match against uh, Mid. Was it? Yeah, it was The Miz, I think. And he had a match against The Miz on Monday. And they made, after he, he beat The Miz, John Morrison was like, oh, well, this is. You're going to be in the Royal Rumble, blah, blah, blah. Then you need to be able to have your head on a swivel and then put himself. They did a handicap match where it was a two on one against Sheamus and they won. Uh, John Morrison's going to be in the match. He's not on this. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anyone else that they aren't showing. Hell, you never know. John Cena might show up again. Um, Braun Strowman's supposed to be in it. I heard about Braun Strowman potentially coming back. Yeah. But I don't. I don't know honestly who is going to win I'm with sure, everything going on. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure Mustafa Ali's little group, the Retribution or whatever the fuck they call themselves. Yeah. The fucking dumb rejects of WWE because they're. I don't. I don't even know what to say about that group. That group is. Yeah, it's so stupid. The, the, it's like the rejected the Dark had, Order that don't. that is, can't do shit. That's. that's all it was, honestly, it was. Yeah. Like, like it was a cool concept, like. We don't know who's jumping us or anything like that. Then, all of a sudden, they just went to shit. Yeah. Then they're like, "Oh, let's give Ali the leadership of it," you know. And this whole thing is about. Then they make the whole thing about Kofi Kingston and how Kofi Kingston Mm -hmm. got his uh, chance at the Elimination Chamber whenever he got injured, and that's why he's now attacking, uh, because he has the retribution to attacking uh, Xavier Woods. Because Kofi Kingston is injured and can't wrestle. I hate that. So yeah, now like, that, that's what they're making out to be is he's mad. He wants to. He's so mad that he got injured and lost his chance. So now we're gonna take it out on. Like really? I, so basically, I, he's throwing a temper tantrum and making people beat up people for him. I hate this. I was like, this is I'm, fucking I'm, horrible writing. Like I'm like we're talking about like these matches like I and you're telling me about these stories because I don't watch yeah. WWE much, like I like this is the reason why I stopped. Yeah, and that's the one thing I am kind of sad about is we're not going to see Kofi Kingston in this Royal Rumble because he's always pulled off some kind of miraculous way of staying in, and this time yeah, bro- it's not going to happen. Jaw, didn't he? Yeah, he, I think his jaw's broke or something like that, but yeah, he's not going to be in it this year. So hopefully they kind of pass it on. I'm hoping Xavier Woods is going to be in it, and hopefully he pulls off something miraculous like that. I think um, we don't know if um, what's his name? Oh, what is his name? Uh, big guy. Um, oh, what is his name? Oh, big guy. He, he's on SmackDown. Um, Talk about the big dude who walks around with AJ Styles. No, 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 uh, no, 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 not that guy. <laughs> um, no, he's a wrestler. Oh, um, Otis? Uh, uh, no, not Otis. He's 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 African American. Uh, oh, um, I don't know anybody on SmackDown. This he's 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 a big big guy. I can't think of his name. He's from NXT. He was from NXT. Came up. He faced against Braun Strowman a little oh, bit. Oh, Keith Lee. Keith Lee, yeah. There is things saying that oh, the yeah. person that he's with, he might not be in the Rumble. I hope he is because he he's one of the ones. He's, that, if he's, if he's, he's in it, he's gonna be my pick to win it. But I doubt that. Too, but yeah, if they're not. He's he, there's a chance that he's not gonna be in it because the person that he's hanging out with or the person that he's with yeah. has COVID. Ah, okay. So they don't know if he does or doesn't have COVID at this time. Oh, 
So if he doesn't have COVID, he'll be in. If he does, he's gone. Yeah. Um, I see. I didn't see that but, about that. I didn't know he was around somebody that had COVID. Yeah, when we were switching to WWE, I just went on my phone for a little bit and I saw oh, that. okay. But honestly, I don't have a pick un- until I see something. I do I do think that some NXT people are going to come up, honestly. Yeah. Um, I think maybe Adam Cole might be in, in this year. Maybe. Yeah, as I say, usually he, they bring a few NXT people into um, it. But if, it's, if Adam Cole was in, I, I he's going to be one of my cho- choices. Yeah. Honestly, he would be. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I doubt. I don't feel like Adam Cole is going to be one of them that shows up because I don't. I don't feel like they have any thing of where they want to even bring him up to the main roster yet, and because they're still doing storylines where he's talking about them get being twenty twenty one being the year again of undisputed era. So uh. I I don't see him, but there are some people I may see from them showing up. Um, I'm trying to think. I could see maybe because I haven't seen him in a while. That Dominic Dajakovic. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. That tall dude. I could see him. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe Sam. Uh, well, sorry, it's not Sam Shaw anymore. What do they call him? I can't remember. I don't know if you remember Sam Shaw from WWE, like back I, in the day. I think so. The dude who I wore like so, the sweatshirt and he wore the black gloves and he's real creepy and he would stalk people and he had oh, the blonde yeah. slick back hair. Well, he's back on NXT, but he doesn't go by okay. he doesn't go by Sam Shaw, and I can't remember think of his name off. Oh, I know who you're talking about. I can't now. think of his I name know. off of the top of my head. Well, he's, yeah, I think, yeah, I, I, he's I, still I, got the same character, but I can see maybe them having him come out, and the other person I can see possibly having come out is um, the hell's his name, uh, Damian Priest, possibly. Maybe. And they're probably going to have some guys from 205, which, who cares about that yeah, anymore? I'm say, yeah, there's not. Which, 205 isn't a thing anymore. It's part of NXT. Oh. But, um, Women's War Rumble, I don't know who's going to. I hope Alexa Bliss is my pick. Yeah, I, I hope Alexa Bliss wins, but, I mean, I'm going to throw it out there, honestly, because, uh,. It's probably going to come down to either one of two people. Well, and as bad as it is to say, it's probably going to be who it is. Charlotte Flair is probably going to win it, just like that was fucking good. I, I, swear to fucking, I swear to fucking God, but, if she wins. <laughs> but with the thing that's going on between her and Lacey Evans, Ric Flair may screw her out of winning the Royal Rumble. Because I'm sure Lacey Evans is going to be in it. Mm-hmm. And... Possibly Bianca Belair. uh, Can't say her name. Bianca Belair may win it because they're kind of pushing her right now on SmackDown. I I seen that. I seen a little bit of that. But my pick is definitely Alexa's. Yeah, I want Alexa Bliss to win, but I don't know because she just had a she just had a title match against Oscar, but Mm -hmm. she lost it barely. But her stuff has been the most entertaining of the matches I've seen. Mm-hmm. And you can tell, though, with the, her mat that WWE's pre-recording now because of her matches. Because um, 
like in the middle of the match, like lights will go out, and then when they'll come when they come back on, she's completely changed to like a different outfit. Her hair is completely different. Everything, so you can tell that it's being edited. Yep. So, because there's no way, in a matter of like two minutes, her hair is going to be completely different. Or like, because she'll come out with like this pigtails, and her hair will be like it is in the image, where it's all like crinkled, and then she'll switch, and her hair will be straight. There's no way you can the do only that. thing, the only way they're probably going to do that, since since they're going to change it, maybe she gets kicked out of the ring underneath the ropes. Yeah, that's and she'd have to go under. Yeah, she'd have to go under the mat, like the thing. That's the, yeah, that's the only way that's possibly yeah. going to happen. But, I mean, for yeah, or you, we could see the return of Bray Wyatt. At the you Rumble. could. Either for the men's world rumble or to help out Alexis. Yeah, I was gonna say I feel like maybe she gets knocked out, he catches her, and then maybe the lights go out and when it comes back on they're gone and then she comes back out mm-hmm. as the other person. The other maybe. side. But yeah, that's the only thing I can figure would be going on there with that but it will be interesting to see that what now let's Lastly, with this Rumble, which is going to be the last singles match before the final Royal Rumble, most likely, is going to be the Universal Championship with Roman versus Kevin. Yeah. There's this storyline I like. Like, that's the only reason why I kind of watch like a little bit of SmackDown is with Roman Reigns, honestly. I love, I, I like what he's doing now. Than what he did. Yeah, he's there. They have, he's better. I don't like Roman still, but he's better as a heel than he was at, when they tried to make him a face. This is how he should yeah. have been used to begin with as a heel. Agreed. And I love with him added with whole, Paul, the Paul Heyman makes it better because Paul Heyman's just the little weaselly bastard that he is. Yep. But you could tell like Roman. Like the stuff that Roman does, like of course the storyline wise, yeah. but the way that Roman, what Roman does, Paul doesn't want him to do. So no. it seems, it seems like Paul is a little bit, little bit more laid back with Roman, or he's Roman. He thinks Roman is a little more aggressive than Brock. Yeah. Potentially, that's that's the way I'm taking it. Possibly, and then, who knows? Brock Lesnar might return at the Royal Rumble. Yeah. He there's might a, win. There's expectation that he may return at the Royal Rumble. I'm hoping not. I hope they don't make him win because fuck him. But he, he might win. He might win, and then he's gonna. He's Roman's gonna make uh, Paul choose between Brock or him. Yeah. That's that's probably what the storyline's gonna be. And, Kevin Owens is not gonna win. And I think the reason that Paul Heyman's more laid back, in my honest opinion, laid back with Roman Reigns is. Roman Reigns don't need Paul Heyman to talk for him. Roman Reigns can talk on the microphone, whereas when Brock Lesnar picks up a microphone, you think somebody kicked a little kid in the nuts, and he sounds like a moron. Right. So Paul Heyman needs to talk for Brock Lesnar because Brock Lesnar can't do mic skills worth a damn. No, not even when he first came to WWE. He couldn't talk on the mic at all. He was, yeah. That's why they originally gave him Paul Heyman whenever he, he was there because they needed somebody to be with him so he could... Because he got the build, he can do the moves. Well, 
Well, let me air quote that. Because he botches so much shit. But he can do this, stu- this athletic stuff. He just cannot talk on a microphone. Yep. But I, I, Whereas, it's going to be Rome. Yeah. It's, it's going to be Roman. I mean, maybe but, I could possibly see if they don't plan on somebody winning or going after the SmackDown champion. I could possibly see Kevin Owens actually winning this, especially after the stuff that was said tonight or said on last night on SmackDown, where Roman Reigns basically badmouthed his grandparent, his dead grandfather's, and his dad. Jesus. So. He's going to be in a new mindset, and it's a last man standing match. So Kevin Owens is going to be highly, highly pissed off. Yeah, but of course you got was is Jimmy Uso still around too? Yeah, one of those, one of the uses. I don't know which one. One of them's I think supposedly injured or so. I don't know. I don't. I think it's Jimmy but, that's with him still. It could be Jay. I don't know which one's which. I can't remember. But if I, I think there's going to be like if one of the Usos. It's probably gonna. He's gonna come out, either, uh, either that Adam Pierce, the official. Yeah. He's probably gonna get in. Maybe who knows? Because yeah. he might be hitting coming back into the ring. Who knows? Which is stupid. Yeah. But. Well, I thought he was too injured to actually wrestle anymore. That's why he's an official because WWE didn't know what the hell to do with him because they hired him on and then he got injured really bad or something like that. I I'm not sure. I can't remember. I don't know. But. All in all, this pay-per-view is going to be as bad as the 2015 War Rumble. Yeah. 2014. Like, a, like I said, I understand, yeah, they got two Royal Rumble matches. But the, really, in my honest opinion, these don't seem like very many ma- matches at all for a pay-per-view. No. Well, you got to think, probably both championships are going to take about, give or take, 30, 40 minutes. 20, uh, 20, 30, 45 minutes. I don't think it's gonna um, take that long. I'd say, I'm gonna say Drew McIntyre versus Goldberg's maybe 25 minutes. Uh, Kevin Owens versus Ro- Roman Reigns that could take 30 to 40 minutes, maybe depending on what all goes down. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, usually the Royal Rumbles last about an hour or more for yeah, the men's. Women's they usually are really they're pretty quick with the women's. Usually it's only like a 20 to 30 minute match. Um, I, if they, Carmella and What's-Her-Face go more than 20 minutes, I'll be surprised. I'll be surprised they make it past 15 minutes. And the tag team match, I can see that maybe hitting about 20 minutes. Yeah. So we're probably looking at maybe like two and a half to three hours, I guess. Well, usually the WWE pay-per-view start at 7 and they end at 10 anyway. Yeah. But it's it's going to be that's, bad tomorrow. That's what's funny, though, is I remember back, what was it, the beginning of either 2019 or 2020, I can't remember, but they were like, oh, yeah, we're going to be adding, at, make, stretching out pay-per-views because they're going to be like five hours long and blah, 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 because they did that, which I didn't, that's one thing we didn't touch on because I didn't watch anything on it. Is they had that spec that spectacle thing over in? I I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, <laughs> they apparently had matches over there, and there was uh, I think Kali was actually wrestling in one of them, and 
some of his uh, students from his school were wrestling in it. Hmm. And I'm yeah, I didn't I didn't see any of it. Yeah, I didn't watch any of it because one, I don't have the network, and two, I didn't go looking for it to try to watch it. Yeah, I don't feel like watching it. I don't because usually but, those things are end up being like five hours long, and they're just terrible. Oh shit, show. But people said that this one wasn't really that bad because there was it was mainly mostly wrestling. So it may be that's something good. I may want to check out just to see if that's true. But at the same yeah. time, I'm like, is it worth it? Is it really? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm the men's Royal Rumble. I really don't know who to pick. I'm trying to think of people that they're pushing right now, and maybe give it to them. But like Cesaro's getting a big push right now on SmackDown. I saw that. AJ Styles, of course, he's AJ Styles. They always push him no matter what. But he he doesn't have a title right now. But he they keep like for some reason every freaking since January started every show they pitted him against somebody that wanted a spot in the Royal Rumble on SmackDown. And then he showed up or on Raw, and then he showed up on SmackDown for their quarterly show. I guess they they do a quarterly show thing where they one person from Raw or SmackDown could show up on the other show. And he had a match against Daniel Bryan, which would have been an amazing match. But, of course, WWE being WWE, and it being, you know, the Friday before Royal Rumble, what are we going to do? Destroy a good match. And how do we destroy the good match? By making other people that are going to be in the Royal Rumble show up in the middle of the match. Right. So... People from the other Royal Rumble showed up in the middle of the match, started fighting outside the ring, then somebody got in the ring and caused interference, and that was the end of that match. But, doing doing what they do best, oh look, so we got three people on one side, three people on the other side, they're fighting with each other, let's put them in a six-man tag match. Because, you know, we did that Monday before the Royal Rumble, so we're going to do it on Friday too. And then, what happens to that? That gets in, in, interfered. And it goes off the air because with everybody, because the Royal Rumble bullshit. Because then Miz and Morrison come out and attack, who was that? I think Big E or something. I'm like, really? So now we're going to throw out this match and then end the show with them brawling. Because, you know, we're going to ruin what would have been a very good match between AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan. It was the worst ending to a show I've ever seen. And that's saying something, honestly. Yep. Because that match could have been something amazing, but no. Can't have that. Nope. Alright, I'm done with my, uh... But I think... (laughs) (laughs) So, I think this was a good... Good session. Yeah. Or a good good episode this time, honestly. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I think uh, my recording will be better this time. Hopefully, I do want to apologize for everybody for my our first one with my voice not being so loud. I thought I had the microphone close enough. I did not. That was my fault. Hopefully, this one will be a lot better for you guys. You guys will be able to hear me a little bit better. Again, I do apologize, and if I blow anybody's eardrums out, so be it. <laughs> All right, guys. Well. 
I hope you guys enjoyed everything in regards to the podcast. Once again, this is the Wrestling Rib. My name is Aaron. My name is Marcus. Stay safe. And a, be healthy. And enjoy your and wrestling. <laughs> enjoy definitely wrestling. Yeah. Better AEW. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>